Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick. What's up? And Jordan. Hey! Alright, um, so this week we're going to be taking a look at Meet the Woo 2, specifically the Deluxe Edition, by Pop Smoke, released earlier this year in February 2020, and it was picked by Jordan this week. Yes. So, I want to talk a little bit why about why i picked the album again um so i uh, most of the music i listen to now is through spotify because i work on my computer a lot and it had been giving me recommendations for new music and i heard dior which is a title actually on his first album meet the woo but he actually puts it on this album again and also a remix on this album i'm not sure why actually but he, he just puts it on here again oh. and i heard that song and it's obviously, or it's also one of his, or it is his most famous song, pretty much. And so, I listened to that, and I really enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, let me listen to uh, his whole album. I haven't listened to the first album yet, but I thought this one would be good to listen to. And I just ended up really, really liking it. And it's honestly one of the one of my favorite, my most favorite albums that I've come across. I like it a lot. So, wait, most favorite. Of what time period? Ever. Like ever? Ever? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. ever. Honestly, it's weird. It's All weird. Right, I didn't think I'd like this that much, but after listening to it a lot, I just kind of... I don't, I don't want to say fell in love, because I feel like that's a little weird, but... <laughs> I did fall in love with his voice, and like just the... Like a, a lot of the beats on his... Uh, just like the way he raps, too. I don't know. I got Just you. like it's his voice sounds so good. His def it's a definitely a unique like I do like his voice. Um yeah. it's definitely like a unique uh I don't know, it's like a very I guess he has kind of an ominous voice. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. It's like a very uh rich, deep sound. Something something um, funny I saw on one of the comments of one of his videos was like Pop Smoke gave cigarettes cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does it does have that like Pop Smoke's voice gave cigarettes. The like gravelly uh yeah, his voice sounds kind of like an ashtray. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I don't know if you guys knew, but he was actually only 20 years old. Yeah, I found that uh, when reading about it, because like, for me, I hadn't heard this album or any of his work yeah. at all. Didn't know who he was, but I, did, I do remember hearing about him dying earlier this year, and I heard that he was like 20 and like an up-and-coming rapper, but I didn't yeah, I was like hear anything more about that. He was born in nineteen ninety nine. He was younger than us. Well, oh, I yeah. Now that oh, you like, yeah. now that you say that and put it in perspective, that's like that's crazy. He like I he's young, yeah. like yeah. It's weird because like, like I can buy alcohol now, but like I don't like feel like a twenty one year old. Yeah, I know. But I know. but yeah, that's crazy that you say that. Wow. And he he yeah. he, he looks like. Like I, I mean, he just looks like a big dude. He, he looks like he's like yeah. twenty five or twenty six or something. But yeah, like he's younger than me. But then yep. that's what kind of makes it more tragic too that he does. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I guess that's that's life though. That is life. Oh, okay. I already got into an existentialist uh, <laughs> viewpoint here. What is the world <laughs> we're looking at right now? <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, so I guess that that's kind of can wrap up with our like you know prior experience. Unless you had anything else to add, Nick. I don't know. No, I I, I had no prior experience with him before um, before just Jordan suggested the album and when we hung out on on Sunday, he played a little bit of it, and I I'd listened to it before that because he announced it last week. But um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was it was interesting to to find somebody new. <laughs> yeah so i guess we can then move into um so okay, okay so we're gonna kind of mix it up and try something different this week um with the past episodes we've kind of went in like a track by track basis 
but we're going to kind of mix it up and see if we like a, this format better. We're going to start off talking about just kind of our general um, like general feeling of the album, maybe like initial uh, reception whenever we first heard it, and then kind of talk more about the musical and lyrical aspects we like, and then once again wrap it up with a uh, with just kind of overall, um, I guess, final impressions of it. So yeah, I think just I guess we'll just kind of start out by talking about um like personally our initial responses to the album Mm -hmm. um kind of yeah i guess just like overall first impressions i don't know if either of you want to take it first or i can i don't really uh i'll go okay so like uh I i thought it was like i wasn't the the hugest fan and like um it was like but I realize, like, some of the critiques about it, I can say about, like, other things that I listen to. Like, at first, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the, like, beats sound the same and stuff. But, like, the first um, the first album we did was that Willie Nelson album. And a lot of that instrumentation is pretty similar. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the lyrics and storytelling are similar themes, like heartbreak and stuff. And, and this, like, um, the lyrics and the... And, this album aren't really about heartbreak but they're they're like a lot of them are fairly similar just like braggadocious in nature and stuff oh i thought you were saying that this one had similar themes to willie oh no 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 okay i didn't get that (laughs) no no i got you but just like that makes more sense they're both like similarly consistent throughout Mm -hmm. each album and uh i just realized that maybe like critiques i've made on things in the past where i say mm-hmm. like, where i say a lot of something sounds the same it's not completely justifiable because maybe it's just not a sound that i enjoy as much because yeah. i do enjoy certain albums where a lot of the songs are really similar yeah. and the, i mean and, it's it's and, sorry what you uh, and and this album wasn't like it didn't exactly fit in into what I typically usually listen to a lot of, but but I recognize that there is an audience for it. I guess. Yeah, that's kind of I kind of had a had a similar um, reaction firstly to it because you know this this is in a it's not a genre that I like actively don't like or anything like that. It's just not. Um, it's not what I listen to in music. It's not like what I look for in music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I recognize that if it's what you're in search of, then I see its merits. It's just personally for me, not exactly um, the kind of thing that I seek out. And I, I could definitely see, I think probably I had a similar vein of initial thoughts about it where it was like, oh, you know, this is all, you know, I, I can tell that the beats are different, but this is all pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely, you know, it's two sides of the same coin where I like stuff that is like the same thing in entire album too. So I, I also kind of initially had that. And then I was like, well, I mean, that's not really a fair, um, I guess like a, a really valid critique of it. So then mm-hmm. I, and I think in subsequent listenings, I definitely, um, it helped open me up a little bit more to, um, like what the actual album is mm-hmm. um i got you hearing a lot more of the depth and rhythm with the specific 808 tracks and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh, i still you know dissecting the lyrics for me didn't really yield as much as some other stuff has but it's just because <laughs> i mean it's just that's not really like that's not the purpose of the genre for yeah me, so oh, yeah yeah it's not really like a fair um I guess like a fair, fair like criteria to base looking scope for it, on. right? Exactly. Yeah. It's not a good. Um, it's not a good specific criteria to compare with other stuff. Yeah, I feel uh, that. Yeah. And so, like, uh, I know what I noticed. Well, one, he has kind of the same. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it's the. His, I, I think it's his producer that produces it. But it, the trap house mob. Whenever at the very beginning, he goes trap house mob. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> There was way more songs on there that had that at the beginning than what I'm normally used to. Like, usually there's not that many taglines, first of all, for, like, like 
nowadays in rap people are starting to put taglines just so like their beats can be recognized you mm-hmm. know like right mustard on the beat or like uh i know Pia, uh, you want to come out here <laughs> i know uh whoa kenny kenny beats i know his oh yeah yeah but yeah so there was a lot of songs on here that had him on and I, what i noticed was usually he it started out with like not like a mellow intro but it wouldn't really have any bass at all. It'd go for maybe mm-hmm. like 10 seconds. And then the bass would just like hit and then not stop for the rest of the song. Yeah, the 808 would really okay. just like yeah. kick in and rattle you for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's what I really enjoy about this album too is that mm-hmm. it, it gives you that like brief like moment of letting you hear all the everything else. And then the bass hits and like the 808s and you just start like going from there. And I just I really like that on a lot of the songs that was uh, yeah. coming out. I gotcha. um i guess that's all of our personal general feelings um Mm -hmm. so do we want to talk about like uh i guess just the the music and the the musicality for the the instrumentation for the album and what huh i said the musicality and instrumentation it's the same thing okay they're just synonyms yeah, I got you. Just, it like it cut out. Yeah, us. Okay. Of course it did. <laughs> Man, Discord really <laughs> hates you. Um, yeah, I had I, I if I guess I can go first. Um, yeah. I I have a like a few notes. Um, one, you know, I'm not like I because it is the genre. I'm not you know I'm not a fan of Migos. Like I don't really like their work. I hate Migos, uh, but I do like that um, the like rhythmic triplet flow of like a lot of atlanta rappers uh, and definitely of miga so i really i actually enjoyed quavo's feature um yeah shit i didn't write down which one it was but it's uh, one of the, the first room. couple it's, it's yeah the yeah, it's the second song yeah. Album. so you know i always i enjoy that rhythm style yeah so so that was cool um i thought it was neat to get back is just like one long extended verse there's not any chorus or refrain or anything like that it's just like a minute 50 of like one long verse thought that was neat um sweetheart sounds a lot like the the box by what what is it roddy Roddy rich Rich. what is it roddy (laughs) rich is it but yeah it's like the Sweetheart sounds a lot like that. That was like the first thing that I thought whenever I heard it. I think you um, hit like and, a limit or something in your audio when you because it like cut out a little bit. Uh huh. Did you like you don't you don't need to repeat the noises, but like <laughs> I, I just heard like a little like and that was it weird because i yeah i mean i i got the waveform so my okay. mic out, i guess D- discord's just you know it is what it yeah, is my, my wi-fi <laughs> doesn't agree with discord for some reason that's also true it's kicking you off before we finally got it to uh work when mm-hmm. we started this up and jamie uh, real quick sorry to interrupt but i, th- I don't even i think you pronounce the name like I don't. I, I don't think you pronounce it Fivio. I don't think you pronounce it Fivio. I don't know, but Fivio Foreign, the person who's on this uh, mm-hmm. sweetheart song, I he's actually on Drake's new like LP or like mixtape or whatever it is. Oh like, yeah. Where he has like he he's actually on like one of the songs I really liked too. Like I, I really like the song Demon on that album. And I was like, like isn't it kind of weird how you like never see an artist before and then you just see him like pop up on like three songs? You're like, what? Mm-hmm. That'll happen. Yeah. It's like. Um... I think the biggest example for me is like Pharrell Williams. I didn't hear yeah. about him until like Happy <laughs> yeah. came out and got big. But then if you look back for like the 20 years before that, he's on like so many hits as I like know. songwriting or producing credits. But he's on and Daft he's Punk. he's he's really yeah, Daft Punk. Um he wrote <laughs> Holla Back Girl or really? at least had a large hand in it. Yeah. Wow. Well, cuz he's like 45 or something. Okay, okay. And he looks, you know, 30. Yeah. Um, him and Gwen Stefani. But, yeah, I had the same thing. And he's on uh, the new Run the Jewels album. Mm-hmm. It's very good in it. Dude, I actually heard, I was listening to the samples. Sorry, real quick. I was listening to the samples, and I actually really liked how some of the songs sound. So I think I'm going to listen to that album, too. It sounds really good. What, you you were, check it out. You were listening to the samples of the Run the Jewels album? 
Yeah, there's there's a uh, YouTube account that I uh, listen to that does samples of oh, okay. albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dude, check it out. That album is I cannot, I cannot understate how good it is. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't remember um which song it is. It's towards the end of the album, but there's a really cool sample, and like the main like hook from the sample is "Love Never Meant Much to Me," but it's just got it's got a really good beat to the song. And I heard it in like advertising for the album on Instagram and stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. All right, sorry, Jamie. Uh, continue. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so I also I I really like the piano used as the beat and like the backing strings that's used in Element. Uh, I thought that was a really I don't know I just I like the juxtaposition of using uh, like orchestra sounds or strings in like a lot of compared in contrast with like heavy bass and like that 808 mm-hmm. just like boom i really like i always like the contrast between the two so i thought that was really cool an element um i also like the vocal track that's used and looped in the background of armed and dangerous yeah i really like those songs too um i also just like anything like that it really it it's just a really cool juxtaposition between having like a typically classical sound with a very new, like sampled 808 hip hop yeah. drum machine sound, um, and then the last thing I wrote down here was just like all I had for was dreaming had some like hella bass. Yeah. I don't even. I just wrote that down. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the the my the musical aspects that I kind of um, I guess gravitated more towards in my listens. I got you. All right, I guess I'll go next. Uh, so one of my favorite songs is actually the first song, Invincible. Mm-hmm. It just, I mean, obviously uh, it, it does that little thing where it like uh, it has like little interlude for like a couple five seconds before the song actually starts. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like building up to it and then the bass drops. And I don't know why, but the <laughs> that one, uh, that one uh, line where it goes, I got a percolated bitch. I gave her this percolated dick. I showed her these percolated tricks. Dude, that's that line's just so funny to me every time <laughs> I hear it. Obviously that uses like repetition and stuff like Right. Uh using the word percolated a lot, but it's it, it's just so funny to me every time I hear it. And I just really like the I, I enjoy the song too. Um Then uh Christopher Walking. I oh gosh, this song I, I like the one stand up. I don't know why, but whenever I think it's cool when rappers claim to be like the king of something, it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, that's a that's a that's a big uh, it's like that's a big sentence. So in this one, at the very end, before I mean the chorus goes one more time, but at the end of like his just uh, I forgot what that's called. What's what's the thing that's not the chorus? Is it uh, the verse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, okay. at the end, it's like last verse. She go, he goes, she know that poppy outside. She know I'm the king of New York. And I'm like, oh, snap. And like, Jay-Z's from New York. And <laughs> who, who else claimed? Who else I, I, I'm pretty sure 6 ix from New York, too. I'm pretty sure he's claimed to be. There's the there's a lot of people from New York. Yeah, there's a lot. Of Brooklyn and the Bronx. Isn't Kendrick from New York, too? No, Kendrick's no. from L.A. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, I think Nas is I'm from dumb. New York, but he, he hasn't like, he doesn't come out with a lot of stuff anymore. He came yeah, out with something who? like a year or two ago, but I know he was he was big when like Tupac and um and like yeah. Biggie were big and stuff. Um, the next one I really like is actually Mannequin a lot, and mm. I didn't. It, it's one of the th- this song actually sampled something pretty uh pretty popular, and actually sampled uh Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. Like the oh. Ariana Grande song. <laughs> Yeah, if, 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 I if didn't you, even realize that. No, I, I I like heard. I would hear it in the background. I'm like, that sounds like like I I could hear like the woman voice, and I was like, uh-huh. that sounds pretty like similar, but it never registered. And then I watched that video, and I was like, oh, that is Ariana Grande. If you listen to it again, you'll be able to hear like. Huh, I might have to check that out after this. Dude, yeah. it's 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 so good, and I I really like the little TJ fil- uh, feature on this too. It his voice is a little. His voice contrasts Pop Smoke because he's a little bit higher and uh, he's super auto tuned. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say that too. I was gonna say he he auto tunes it up to even be a little more, uh, I guess, singy. Like, yeah. Because there there's some like there's some like singer rappers like 
I don't know. I don't know if you guys would know any, but like YK Osiris does that. Uh, a boogie with a hoodie is one that does it a lot. Um, you mean like like with auto tune specifically, or like yeah? Because I, I was I thinking like to... like Childish Gambino on his album because of the internet he he like sings in the chorus sometimes and stuff, but he he doesn't like okay he doesn't like like pitch shift his rap a whole lot. I don't think yeah. Okay. No, the, it's and I saw him live, and I can tell you that it's like natural, and it blows your mind when you see him do it, especially <laughs> oh, stuff um, off "Awaken My Love." Uh, Brockhampton, um, Kevin Abstract, he does that kind of some, like he'll pitch shift his really? voice and like sing choruses every now and then. Oh, okay. So yeah, I just uh, yeah no, I I don't know if that's the same thing. It's it's really weird how they classify like singing rap because it's like. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll show you a song or get you guys a song after this, but it's more. Actually, I actually don't know how to explain it. You just power down. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, died. you know how when you're like, oh yeah, I can explain this, and then you think about it for a second, you're like, I actually have no way how to like explain that. But yeah, anyway. you kind of you think like, oh yeah, this is a simple, and then you realize you have to explain like three other things every time. <laughs> Yes. It's like a hydra of words. Yeah. So he 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 did a little more singing on this, where uh, like singing rapping, and I just like the really the Ariana Grande uh, sample too. Um, the next song is the one I actually fell in love with, Pop Smoke, which is Dior. Mm-hmm. And I th- this actually happens a lot in this album. I was gonna say this too, but I, this song's called Dior, so I thought I'd mention it in this one. I don't know why, but I really like I really like them rapping about like really expensive stuff like that's pretty much what all rappers do at some point is just like rap about like uh high fashion and like uh just being able to afford stuff and i think the reason i like that is because at a certain point like it's kind of it's kind of like once you make it then you're allowed to like wear that stuff you know like before you don't have any money but once you actually make it you know start selling uh albums and stuff then you actually get to then, then you actually have the uh, money to afford that stuff and then you mm-hmm. can i don't know it's kind of right. like you're in the in the culture at that point i mean i think i think that's a large part of um like the background of a lot of like rap artists in a lot yeah. of in a lot of places where you know the like socioeconomically downtrodden people like you know they see that and that's kind of what's seen and like you know very like white hollywood as like that's like where the wealth is and so yeah i think that's like why so much of especially like the rap where it's more of just like straight up like machismo like braggadocio yeah is that's just you know like those names are basically it conveys all of that information of like the the fact that i'm wearing this or saying this or associated with this means that i have made money and you know i'm finally have made it out yeah yeah and i think yeah you you said exactly right jamie that's why i'm like i don't know again i'm I'm privileged as heck you know i'm like like what if i bought something expensive but i'm like i don't know it just doesn't just doesn't feel the same dude i was was looking at it it just doesn't have the same weight you know yeah 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 exactly exactly but i again i'm not gonna get these at all i was just like oh i wonder like Honestly, it's it's the worst thing. Never never start just browsing stuff that's like way out of your price limit because <laughs> then you're just gonna be like, well, no, I really want that, but like it's it's bad. Don't don't look at the grass on the other side, bro. I do not have that with like clothes or anything at all because I'm like <laughs> I spill food on me all the time, and so I'm like, <laughs> if I buy four hundred dollar jeans, I'm gonna spill shit on it. If I buy twenty dollar jeans, I'm gonna spill shit on it. So I, know, I just I buy twenty dollar jeans, you know. Dude, I, I just wanted to. I was looking at again, just just curious. I was looking at Louis Vuitton uh, sunglasses the other day, just to like, j- just to see, because I think honestly, okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I watched something with Pop Smoke, and I'm pretty sure he was wearing them. So I was like, I wonder how mm-hmm. much those cost. Like just glasses on him, you know. Everything right. else probably really expensive too. But they were like six hundred to nine hundred dollars. Like, crazy, oh, crazy. Gosh, <laughs> I was like, <sighs> like that's like that. I mean, that's like the culture, though, you know. Yeah, like I mean, and that's what it is. It's just different, you know. Because I look at I I look at Ray Bans and I'm like, that's too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> and like say 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 I just say I did buy them. I feel like the people I hang out like no one's even gonna notice, you know. Yeah, 
like i guess that's the i don't know i i, I want to say you know people are just gonna buy stuff because they like the style but i think some of it actually is just like flexing a little bit like i mean mean? that's that's a large part of like you know consumerist america and i guess globally as well that's that i think that's just a part of like human societal history and nature is to like because the the more the more expensive stuff you have it means the better off financially you are and in that case that means the i guess that's a that's a mark of the like especially in the Right, like hires. That's like a status symbol, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just... He talks about, dude. Okay, so I wrote one of the notes I wrote for just the lyrics in general was he he really likes Percocet yes. and he really <laughs> likes Christian Dior. <laughs> like just I, uh... constantly talks about Dior, and I'm like, okay, I I've never <laughs> like even looking at high fashion luxury, I've never. I don't know. Dior is not one that I've always kind of looked at. Yeah. Like, it's not a name that I really know. So I just thought it was funny that that was the one <laughs> that, like, for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. I know I know he was invited. I actually watched another thing. He was invited to, I think it's, like, Paris Week or Fashion Week Paris or something. Mm-hmm. And do you, do you guys know who Virgil Abloh is? I know the name. The name sounds kind of familiar. Yeah, but I don't really have any, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if you saw him on Twitter, but he's... Me, he's got memes because he donated fifty dollars to like uh one of the racial equality uh things mm. mm-hmm. and he said he's he he owns like a high fashion brand <laughs> yeah well he, he actually he actually makes stuff for louis vuitton but he also has his own uh his own uh brand called off-white i don't know if you've ever heard of that but like socks are like a hundred dollars on that website and he donated like 50 bucks and so <laughs> someone was like i'm gonna keep it two virgils with you to say like i'm gonna keep it 100 with you but he, oh he that's me. where that came okay yeah i've seen that and i've seen that <laughs> reference and i just i didn't know what i missed but i was just i was like at this point i'm too afraid to ask so i'm now, just gonna but basically he makes a lot a lot a lot a lot of money in the clothing industry and then he well yeah i couldn't imagine how what the profit margin on a hundred dollar pair of socks is yeah it's it, i mean it, it is just like hypebeast clothing and stuff but i mean that's like what cl- hypebeast clothing and high fashion is meant to do like most of the time it's not actually made with materials that are super crazily expensive you know but right well because how expensive can you get a I know. sock? you know like <laughs> we found a golden spider and weaved its silk onto yeah i mean even like the the gold threaded ones are like yeah i know i know you know there's more gold used on like edible gold covered <laughs> cakes than in that sock would be i know i know that's why i'm like but yeah so anyways he he uh he got invited to like fashion week so uh with virgil abloh so he he, he does oh, gotcha. uh definitely in like the high fashion range but I, he liked louis vuitton a lot too but he, he definitely likes dior he i mean he had a song called dior Right. And okay, yeah. Sorry. Last thing for Dior, I I really like the the uh, chorus. It goes like a Mary, like a Mary, Billy Jean, Billy Jean, Christian Dior, Dior. I'm up in all the stores when it rains, it pours. And then mm-hmm. he gurs a lot too, and he does, songs. dude. Him and DMX. There's something about it just <laughs> like grrr. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but yeah, I thought that was a that was very. I don't know. It was funny. It made me laugh. No, I know. The, the first time I heard it, I was like, what? But he, he also has a lot of ad libs. Like, mm-hmm. a lot. He, I mean, he says his name a lot. He does, like, the girl. He does, oh, also, I mean, I'm pretty sure you guys got this from the album. I don't know if you did or not. But, like, Meet the Woo is because he always goes, woo, like, mm-hmm. in a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. So He was also in, like, a Woo gang or something like that. Oh, is he? actually well. that. Yeah, I found that, like, kind of you know looking into a little bit apparently him and his friends are in some fact i i don't even know like what they're affiliated with but he's definitely a crip the Wu gang yeah no he's he's definitely a crip but uh yeah what was i gonna say i was gonna say one more thing but oh yeah there's also this thing called woo wednesday woo back Mm -hmm. wednesday it's like throwback tuesday but it's with pop smoke but (laughs) that's just kind (laughs) of Bro, it's throw, throwback Thursday. What? Oh, is it throwback, throwback Thursday? <laughs> Bro, it's the thur thur sound. <laughs> I'm sorry, itty back. Is it? Or, anyways, <laughs> woo back Wednesday is a thing. Okay, then the last song uh, I want to talk about is just like me because 
I feel like he this is the one where he didn't go as hard and he kind of tried to do his like singing voice a little bit more or his like mm-hmm. not super aggressive mm-hmm. uh voice a lot and i, I like pmb rock a lot a lot too because they they have that kind of i i feel like they don't really rap a lot they also make the kind of like singy rap you, mm-hmm. you see, gotcha but, yeah uh, yeah pmb rock is he's like a um uh like a r&b guy right yeah 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 they i i don't know i just really like i really like their song like selfish i don't know if you've ever heard that that was a pretty popular one but yeah i've heard that it was good i'm selfish yeah so yeah that kind of wraps up my sorry uh my my opinions nick i gotcha yeah with the uh, with the music <laughs> one of the first things i wrote was that um i feel like uh which i, I don't really think now but one of the first things I wrote was I think all all the beats are are kind of like Travis Scott Jr. beats, like they're they're similar to Travis Scott beats in the sense that they have some sort of uh, like I guess like some sort of background noise in, in behind each beat. Like okay. a synth mm-hmm. or like a yeah 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 or yeah. maybe a, like I know I think Invincible has a violin in the background but yeah um, I really like it yeah yeah I I like that too but um but they're not really like Travis Scott Junior beats Travis Scott's beats are a little more like psychedelic I guess yeah a, a little yeah, more I, techno-y I, I, and stuff yeah I was, I was gonna say that too mm-hmm. and uh um. Uh, yeah i mean i just so i don't completely agree with that first opinion that i had that i wrote down but um okay uh i do like how a lot of the songs on the album the the instrumentals kind of like flow together between the songs they they connect a little bit or they might end kind of punctually and then the the next song just just picks up right after i feel like the the track list flows pretty well together like continuously yeah and one of my favorite beats and just songs on the album was like me and i think that's just because that's a style of of hip-hop and rap and stuff that i like more than the the rest of the styles of of beats on the album yeah yeah um, uh, i feel like i feel a little like you were on the first few albums, Jordan. Like, Wait, I, say I'm that not, again. Sorry. I said I feel a little like you did on the first few albums. I think where you said yeah, you yeah. weren't entirely sure what to say about yeah. the music because it was so new to you. And this isn't yeah. entirely new to me, but I just don't listen to it a whole lot. But um, no, I, uh, I, I definitely got you. I, I, I tried to appreciate it a lot more the more that i listened to it because like my first listen i was like oh well i don't like this very much and the the more i listened (laughs) to it and the more i thought about it i was like well like i mean there's there's different aspects of it that i do enjoy and that i like in other songs and stuff that i listen to but um uh, for some reason i felt like invincible sounded kind of like uh, mask off by future and i think it was just the violin it's kind of similar to the flute in mask off just that yeah. like like jamie was talking about i think earlier um with like the the classical instrumentation overlaid with 808s and stuff it was it was similar to that in, in my mind yeah i actually really enjoy when uh rap artists do that <laughs> me too um like i don't know uh i don't know if you've ever heard a drowning by a boogie with a hoodie featuring kodak black you're like i'm drowning i think you yeah 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 i know that song yeah i think i heard it and like i can't I'm remember pretty sure there's like yeah i'm pretty sure there's like a violin in the background the whole time you can like it's pretty prominent too but it's just oh it's so good and then also whenever on youtube they do a couple uh uh only instrumental covers of rap songs and whenever they sing those bro it sounds so good like <laughs> i you probably heard the one that's by roddy rich it's ballin and it's it's like this piano that sounds so good and it, it kind of blew up because of that but i'm if you guys have an i'll send it to you afterwards but 
it's it's like it's only a piano and like uh a couple other instruments but it, it's it sounds so good and he's and he like performs it live and stuff and it's just oh my heart <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah yeah okay sorry nick no you're good yeah um yeah i like in a lot of my notes i see a lot of negative things that i put and <laughs> Come i don't on, yeah like, and and like i could like say that stuff but i don't and and i don't i don't feel exactly like some of the stuff that i that i put down especially after the conversation we've had and stuff i can say (laughs) that i can say i'm not a huge fan of the the grr the (laughs) you like the grr (laughs) yeah i i heard that i would say i think dmx did it better (laughs) i heard it what did you say (laughs) the a couple times and i was like it's it's not it's not for me it's kind of I don't know. No, no, yeah. It I, wasn't hidden. Yeah. Yeah, like it better when Zach does it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, for the listeners, that's a, a friend of ours. He likes to gur and bark. What a guy. Shout out to That's shout all I'll say about Zach. it. Yeah, shout out Zach. Yeah, Zach. Go Zach. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I yeah, do like, if, if, um, I do like like the braggadocious nature of his music and and like um how he's uh ha- just how he brags a lot about stuff. I I sometimes I well I more than sometimes I like to listen to music like that. Like Run the Jewels, they brag about crap in like at least every other song. Um, <laughs> I would I would say every song, but um yeah, got you probably. But uh, and that's I I and that's what that's one of the funny things because that's like the the big reason why i'm not huge into like this genre of it mm-hmm. it's like it's two sides of the same coin but for whatever reason i don't know it's because with we're on the jewels it's and that kind of stuff it's kind of mixed in with like a higher message mm-hmm. and there's a little bit more past like the service level of it but then with this kind of stuff it's like it, i don't know it doesn't do the same like enjoyment for me i don't know why I got you. I mean, it's it's just personal taste too, right? When it comes yeah. down to it. And there's a there's a rapper that um that I like a lot uh, that I didn't get into until he, until I think it was an album that came out last year. Um, his name's Freddie Gibbs, and uh, he came out with an album with a producer Mad Lib last year called Bandana that I liked a lot, and um, uh, then he came out with an album with a producer called uh, named uh, The Alchemist, like couple weeks ago it was called alfredo and they're both yeah they're they're the beats are a little different what were you saying jordan i i I was just saying like i follow a lot of like there's like xxl is a rap Uh like uh news place kind of or news outlet yeah yeah and i remember they always do like a new music friday and i remember seeing that album color with like the like the marionette he's marionetting alfredo yeah 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 he has a song with um with Tyler the Creator on there, I think it's called something to rap about. It's pretty good. Something to rap about, yeah. Uh-huh. But um, uh, all the songs on it are pretty good. He has a song with Rick Ross on there called Scotty Bean. I think it, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. But a lot of um, a lot of projects that the Alchemist produces have really similar beats, and it's just like like retro stuff with like like a bass and stuff, and like other additives layered in but really it's just a lot of samples and um, okay and i, I like really this like stuff a too. fair amount but uh but but back to pop smoke um uh yeah yeah i have um i do have more of an appreciation for the album and i'm not like the hugest fan but but i do see influences that i enjoy in his music more than the first one or two times I listened to that. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm probably in a similar boat with that. I got you. I got you. And I did have, uh, I, I felt a little conflicted. Uh, not conflict. I mean, like, I felt a little weird hearing some of the lyrics at first. And then oh, yeah. I was like, why am I trying to, like, outwoke myself, like, listening to this. Like, <laughs> like, no. I, like, I listen to some rappers who say, like, some controversial things, and like, and and his stuff isn't, like, super controversial. It's just, like, I don't know, it's just, it, it's just from, I don't know, it's just, just a different mindset that I'm not exposed to, I guess, you know? 
No, a hundred. Actually, Nick, a hundred percent. Like, sorry, just like piggyback off that. Like, I haven't heard a song with like the R word in it in like so long. Yeah. And when I heard him say that, I was like, like I didn't actually think people still use that and like lyrics and stuff. And I yeah. was like, but this came out in like February. I was like, uh, like okay, like I was, I, I was, again, I was kind of like, I don't know how to like feel about that, you know? Like, obviously, I, I like the song. I like the beat. I'm not gonna like throw out a whole song maybe because he says like one thing you know obviously if it's like super controversial Mm -hmm. i don't think like that'd be a different reason to see whether you just still listen to him but yes yeah so some of the stuff i was like it was kind of weird i was like most most rappers do say pretty like okay so there are some controversial ones but i feel like they keep it within the limits of like what's okay in rap as far as like i don't i don't know how to justify it because obviously like if someone's like i'm gonna kill this person or like i've killed this person in rap you're like oh that's fine but like if anybody else <laughs> right. says it, it, it is kind of it's, it's an interesting uh, like lens you have to look at you know what makes one thing like what makes one controversy okay to me but then the other one like different mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's what Which I think it is like something you just can also look like, just like in life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is kind of a, an interesting um, thing that you kind of have to look at when looking at um, definitely, and not even just rap, but just like certain genres of music. Yeah, yeah, and like I definitely agree with you. Nick. Yeah, and I, I think like like jumping off of that, like hearing hearing like the R word, like you were talking about, it wasn't something I necessarily. Well, that was that was something that made me enjoy it a little less, I think. But yeah, it kind of took me out of it. But at the same I time, know. I I th- I think I can. I don't really want to like speak for like a culture or anything, but I, I guess it's I guess it's more just accepted in that genre. I don't even really know because I don't listen to it that much. But but I I, no, yeah, I, I guess it has a place there. I don't I don't really know. But yeah. No, I, I got you. Yeah. It- I honestly like just personally from listening to it, I don't, I don't hear that word that much, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's it, kind of. I think it kind of fits in with his, um, with his like like cocky nature, like he'll say yeah, whatever yeah, he wants and stuff. But see, like also, there's a lot of like, I mean, there's a lot of like objectification that comes in rap also like Mm -hmm. that's that's again kind of the nature of rap is like they kind of see like again i'm not speaking for everybody but like uh like you like you want women around you whenever you get like big you know you Mm -hmm. want expensive things you want women you want to drive cars that are fast you know just kind of that and they reflects in their songs a lot because that's just the culture you know but then if you like looked at it from a different lens you're like is is this like okay but i mean that's another conversation for another day but uh yeah but yeah it's weird to, it's, it's weird to think about how we give uh how we how we say stuff is like okay for certain genres and then right how there's a goes. there's a certain level of like arbitration to it yeah you know like what 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 language we deem is um you know, not apropos versus yeah. other ones where it's like, okay, but why is this allowed to slide? You know, stuff like that. It, it, it's kind of a, but you're right. That's a, that's part of a much larger um, yeah. dialogue and narrative. <laughs> yes, we could we could talk about that for a very long time that's if we true. wanted to. <laughs> um, I guess we get. I I just had a few like favorite lyrics. Most of what we like covered with the last section. I I think that that kind of. Yeah. Um, summed up most of it but i i did i there was one line i liked it because it was just i don't know why but it caught me off guard it was it's in like christopher walking which uh, already is a is a funny name just yeah i don't it like the song has nothing to do with christopher <laughs> walking so i don't even know why I know. but i thought that was like okay um but <laughs> he says something like i'm making plays with her we run it back like an op, like an option thought that was funny reference to you know, an, an, a read option in football. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I didn't get that at first. Uh, I also, I like the rhyming <laughs> in Mannequin of Fanta and Phantom, because one is like a cheap 
most people feel that it's a shitty soda <laughs> versus like you know a rolls royce which is like a symbol of <laughs> success and luxury yeah thought that was a pretty funny uh dichotomy there dichotomy i don't know i got you i got you um, and that i mean that's mostly like that's just kind of all the specific things that i was i pulled out from it i got you um also i had to look uh, another part that i liked was uh i actually didn't know this so i'm not gonna act like i did know this but in christopher walken there's one part where like he's he uses a little like his higher pitched voice which, which still isn't really that high but he goes like i ain't no window shopper you men out here window shopping i don't know if you remember that part at mm-hmm. all jamie mm-hmm. but uh or and nick uh, but uh it's actually like a 50 cent song from 2005 or something called the okay. uh, window shopper and mm-hmm. pretty much follows the same like beat where like 50 cents like i'm not window shopping or something like that but he like he uses it like the same uh, uh i don't know if it's a melody or what but i got probably you. it probably would be if it like the the musical sound it'd be like the melody line. yeah yeah so he used like the same thing and i was just i i thought that was pretty cool too because mm-hmm. what i like like some songs i've listened to because i've like looked up what the samples are for that song and then went and listened to the original song that they sampled and so mm-hmm. i find honestly a decent like not not a lot but like a little bit about an amount of music that i like because i go and listen to samples of songs that i uh that i enjoy a lot i guess but yeah uh other than that there wasn't uh let me see stand up right? yeah th- th- there wasn't too many things that was uh that uh he doesn't really do one-liners a whole lot so yeah if we don't talk about lil wayne and Blueface, then we can talk about some one-liners <laughs> but yeah nick do you, do you have anything um I can't remember what song it is. I think it was, uh, I think it was Get Back, where he talks about um, having certain relations with his lawyer. Yeah, Uh, that was that was entertaining. I was like the first (laughs) the first time I heard it, I was like, what, what? And I like, I I yeah, what is it? Like my my lawyer asked. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like my lawyer asked, why are you so brazen? I said I popped a perk and going crazy or something yeah, like yeah, that. Uh-huh. There, there's yeah, there's the perk. I, I thought that was definitely like a, a funny little... Dude, there's so, so many <laughs> percocets. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought I thought a lot of stuff was um, was funny or just... Uh, just um, what's the word? I've said bragging so much. What's the synonym? I need a no. It's okay. I need another <laughs> word. Right, get a thesaurus out here. Flexing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, a lot of the stuff was just flexing or, or funny to me, mm-hmm. or you. or or a little little head turning. But but I, I got you. I, I came around so, yeah. to it more. Yeah. So you. do we want to kind of just talk about like like I guess overall closing thoughts about the album a little sure bit? Thing? Yeah. You know, I, I think there's a you know we've gotten this to a certain point, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll go. I'll go, Jamie. Um, okay. So again, I'm, I'll just be short and sweet because we have talked about it a lot. But um, again, just overall, I really like the music. I think what stands out to me the most is his voice, and that's why I can enjoy so many songs on the album because I'm not looking for. Well, his voice is one of the things that uh, I like a lot, and it's obviously in every song. So I think that's what. Uh, that what uh draws me the most again i really like the trap house mob uh uh beats i don't know why but i again i just i love them so much they, they sound so good and I, I like the bass i like and a lot of his songs follow the same pattern so it's kind of easy to like them there's still others that i don't like on the album but i, I like most of the songs and mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty much it so should i give it a rating now yeah if you want to go ahead and give your rating of the album i give this album a 9.5 out of 10 dang okay it's honestly it might be it it might be my favorite album of all time now i don't know i'm still i'm still throwing it up there i might like it better than my beautiful dark twisted fantasy maybe Hmm. i know i know right (laughs) (laughs) but hey i mean that's you know that's 
that's the beauty of music it's different for everyone um i guess i'll go next and then nick you can wrap it up since you're going to be announcing next week um yeah so i guess like for me i you know first listening to it i was like i didn't you know this just really isn't for me and it's not that it's like necessarily i'm unfamiliar with the kind of music it's just i've listened to the music and it's you know it's just not you know i recognize it has merit for other people and it has a purpose it's just that purpose isn't necessarily what i use music for mm-hmm. um like the whole like to get hype and stuff i don't really well i guess i do use music for that but i don't use okay you yeah, know, yeah. 808s and bass i just listen to like just like a lot of electric Journey. guitar and stuff like that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> Dude, nothing gets you hyper than damn Journey's greatest hit. <laughs> um, oh, now I'm on a journey. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I mean, but, you know, and, and listening to it and really, like, looking at it in a more critical light, I think, you know, I found more in it than I thought. Leo just shook his collar. Um <laughs> I think that I found more merit to it than I originally th- anticipated. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I still, I ended it, you know, not liking it a ton, but <laughs> I definitely, it's not that I th- don't see its purpose. Like, I, I think it still has merit, just personally, it's not for me yeah like i'm not the target audience so i kind of also recognize that but i still i think if i like having to give it like a rating i would give it a a three out of ten sad violin place small tiniest violin place no i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) mr krabs with the tiniest violin um yeah i mean like it because it it has merit but i don't think i'll ever yeah you know listen to it again no i'm not gonna like actively look for more of his music because yeah, yeah. it's just it's you know it has yeah. merit but it's not uh i'm not the audience i guess yeah um yeah, yeah. so nick if you want to if you want to take us home Alrighty. well yeah i i pretty much feel the same way you do like i i i appreciate that it, that it has a place but it's just not really it's just not really for me it's not something mm-hmm. i i well I, like you said you do seek out stuff to hype you up i guess but um uh I don't know if I, if I gravitate more towards, towards, um, big hits in the rap world or different kinds of rap or, or maybe, um, I just don't enjoy all kinds of rap as much as other people, but, but I do like some rappers who aren't huge, but, um, but I'm pretty much in the same boat as you, Jamie. I, I recognize that it has its place and some people really enjoy it. It's just not really my thing. I'll give it a... I'll say a four. Yeah, okay. let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. The overall is... What? I'm calculating it now. Alright. Thinking. Thinking. Just... I've uh, got the result if you would like to hear it. <laughs> I'm actually looking at the result right now. But... <laughs> okay. What do you want to announce it? Do you want me to yeah, announce it? Yeah, yeah, I'll announce it. Uh, okay. The overall was a 10 from everybody. Wow, that's rude. <laughs> no. <laughs> we <laughs> I just get we had an, brought us to an overall score of 5.5. Oh, baby. Which is technically, that means it's above average. True. True. I'm glad I could. Uh, I was gonna say you wait, brought I think... it up there, Jordan. <laughs> wait, now that now that I've looked at like statistics, so I don't think that that's an accurate statement because fifty wouldn't be the average. Okay, never mind. Uh... <laughs> You're thinking. Yeah, so much. do you remember what the turn blue rating was? I don't remember. I think it was marginally higher than that. I think it was six I point. I think something. it was like yeah, six was... or something. Yeah, yeah, but was... but that would make so, sense. I don't know. We'll, we we'll, like we got to figure out what we're all gonna resonate yeah. with it's gonna be yeah there's gonna be one album and then it's gonna of the lighting. i was gonna say i bet it's gonna be something so unexpected mm-hmm. as well it might it might we'll see all right um 
So Nick, do you wanna you wanna announce next week's album? Yeah. So yeah. next week's album. Uh listen to it once or twice this week already. It shall be. Um Mechanical Bull Expanded Edition by okay. Kings of Leon from twenty thirteen. So Alright. It's kinda okay. like a, it's kinda like I I I wanna say alt southern rock, but at the same time it's really just kind of alt rock, and then the the main singer has more of a southern voice that you can. Yeah, well, hear. they're they're from Georgia, right? I think they're from Tennessee. I think. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Pretty sure, but um, it'll be good though. It's a good album. Yeah. It's one I've loved for a long time. It's uh, it's it contain its opening song is, I guess, kind of the song that got me into. It helped open up my music taste, and it's it's a song I've loved mm-hmm. for a long time, and that's never really. It, it's one of the very few songs that I can put on. I could probably play it on repeat for like an hour, and well, I don't I don't know about that actually. I, I don't do that a whole lot, but but I could I I've never put it on and not listen to it the whole way. I don't think. Wow, I got you. the song's that's super pretty, soaker, but we'll talk about it next week. So all right, it's right. true. Yeah, just a little tease for, <laughs> for next week, I guess. But yeah, I like the band right. a lot. Um, and um, yeah. So you said you said you've been listening. I guess we'll talk a little bit. Just throw out some stuff we've been listening to. You said you were list- You've been listening to that. Uh, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I listened to that. I listened to um, one of their other albums that I feel like is a little slept on. It's called Come Around Sundown, and it's the album before this one, and the one that came right after their album that had. Uh, two big Nick, hits you're on cutting it. Cutting out for me. Sorry. Oh my god. Um. Yeah, your internet's taking a hit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear it "Come Around Sundown"? No. Okay. Try it. Oh. Try it from the. What we just? Was it, I mean. Yeah. You said it just now, right? Huh? This is all staying in, by the way. <laughs> no cuts. <laughs> um. I said. Uh. I listened to their album before Mechanical Bull a couple times this week too. Um, called okay. Come Around Sundown, and it's the album okay. that, that comes after their album that had two of their biggest hits on it, uh, Sex on Fire and Use Somebody. Yes. And I think Use Somebody is probably their biggest song. I don't really know if that or Sex on Fire. Yeah, the that's song. the one. That that was definitely the first one I yeah. heard. But, um, but it was it was the album that those two songs were on, then Come Around Sundown, and then Mechanical Bull. And uh, I really like all those albums, but Mechanical Bull is... I don't know if I like it or come around sundown though. But other albums I've been listening to, um, RTJ four, Run the Jewels. I also listened to Run the Jewels mm-hmm. three. That was really good. Um, also a good one. I, I stumbled upon an album by Radiohead called The Bins that I actually enjoyed a lot. Bro. It was it was just like nineties rock music. I think it was their second album. Radiohead. I know. And like and, and you know I'm an, kind of an indie guy. But you're an indie bitch, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it's it's not as conceptual and like just like sad and their singer moaning and stuff like like their newer stuff. It, it's it's honestly <laughs> just like you. a good '90s rock album. It was really good, and it has good okay. emotional ups and downs to it. It has two pretty pretty good sad songs on it: "High and Dry" and "Fake Plastic Trees." Those are good songs. Um, today at work, gotcha. I listened to Metallica's newest album, Hardwired to Self-Destruct. I actually really enjoyed okay. it. And then my indie cut for the week is by a guy named Blake Mills, who's a well-renowned session guitarist, and he's produced a few albums too. And he came out with an album a few weeks ago that was called Mutable Set. And it's just, it's just mm-hmm. super relaxed, like... It it's all like pretty quiet music, but it's just really chill. Yeah, sure. it's really relaxed. It's it's pretty good. Um, he he knows the guys from Dawes, which is one of my favorite bands, and uh, he also produced the Alabama Shakes album "Sound and Color" that you and I like a lot, Jamie. So beautiful yeah. album. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been listening to. Yeah. So. I haven't. Uh, wait, Nick. Are, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I haven't. I really haven't been listening to that much. Uh, I've been listening to just 
random stuff that I have in my library. But the new stuff I've been listening to was uh, uh, the baby. Do you know the song Rockstar? It's pretty. It's pretty popular. Yeah, sure. Possibly. Ba- wait, do you, it was like brand new Lamborghini cop car. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that song. Okay, okay. Yeah, he came out with a Black Lives Matter remix. Oh. It's I. He like puts in like a really like thoughtful and heartfelt verse at the beginning before like the song starts and mm. then it just goes into the regular song but i, I i've been listening to that because i like it a lot um nle choppa came out with shot of flow five <laughs> in the uh he well i i assume most actually i don't, I don't want to assume most people know but the song that kind of blew him up was shot of flow and so he does one every once in a while where it's like uh a uh like a like another version of it. I don't think they keep the same beats, but this one's like two minutes and thirty seconds long or something, and there's no chorus. It's just straight uh straight rapping like the whole time. So I, I really like mm-hmm. that song. And then uh, the kid Leroy, which is a guy who I've been turned on to this year, uh, came out with a song called Go that actually has Juice World in it, and I really like the music video because it's like them like playing around in the studio, even though like Juice is dead now but mm-hmm. uh, it's it kind of heartfelt to watch that and then pop smoke came out with a single called make it rain for his anticipated album on july 3rd july 3rd 2020 if you guys ever want to listen to that but yeah that's about it gotcha jameson uh, winston <laughs> i hope i'm consistently better than jameson winston <laughs> um take that bucks i guess <laughs> other now brady's down there right I don't know. He went to the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, your days are numbered, Jameis. <laughs> oh, he might have. I don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just to be clear, yeah. Jamie I don't know. I've there. I've mostly I've like I've been listening to this album and then uh, just a lot of Peach Pit and uh, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Cool. Mm. I don't know. Kind of more mellowy. There probably there probably will be an album from each of them on the horizons at some point. I'm not sure. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean that's mostly it. Haven't listened to any new music, I guess. I listen to yeah, just this album and then mostly my daily mix that has a lot of those two artists. Gotcha. Um, Seems like I went a little hard on everything I've been listening to. Add specifics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought yeah, I mean I thought we were like yeah, I thought we were gonna do like one or one or I two, but you know four or five. It's that's what. That's what having a platform's for. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think I already know what my next album I'm gonna pick is. Dang. Because it, it, yeah, I've got like four or five. I gotta make like a like a one of the little like probability spin wheel or something <laughs> yeah. and figure something out. The album comes out. Roll some dice a week from Friday. So whenever this podcast comes out, it'll be a week from that day. So this Friday. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I got it lined up. All right. So I guess with that we can, you know, that's that, right? Yeah, that's that. All right. Um. But yeah. Then we, uh, you know, want to just say thanks again for listening this week, and remember to tune in next week where we'll look at Mechanical Bull by Kings of, uh, I think it's technically Leon. Leon. You know. I always say it wrong. What? Um, was I saying? Yeah, so make sure. No, I. It's a point of contention. You can say it however you want. Everyone knows what you mean. Is, wait, what did you say? <laughs> I said Leon. Did you say Leon? I, I said no. Okay, so I, in French, I guess it would be like Leon or something like that. that but it's it. not actually French. So wow, I say uh, Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. But it's, I think it's technically Kings of Leon. I don't know. Anyway, I'll do some research. <laughs> yeah, so check out Mechanical Bull. We'll have the proper pronunciation next mm-hmm. week. Um, yeah, make sure, you know, check out the album yourself so you can kind of, I guess, join in the discussion by listening and having a mental discussion. Um, and then, you know, feel free to either leave a comment on YouTube. Uh, about your thoughts about this week's album or if you want to connect with us on twitter you can find us at listen up pod and then um, that account as well as our personal accounts will be in the description of wherever you found this podcast 
And aren't we on Spotify um, too now? We are, yes. Just we are on that. Spotify for sure, Ooh. and other major platforms are on the way. There, it's all it's in the pipeline. <laughs> what other uh, what other business jargon can you throw out there? Um, we're just trying to get them on all platforms to get a really good synergy going. Uh, <laughs> have to take a beat and um, yeah, so I we will make like a we'll tweet whenever other stuff is up at other platforms. But for now, this is on for sure. It'll be on YouTube and Spotify every Friday morning. Yeah. Um, so if you want to, you know subscribe to us on youtube and follow us on spotify stuff like that and you can make sure to stay properly updated uh, yeah for now we'll uh we'll catch you next week and remember to listen up <laughs> <laughs>